Kentucky phone lines. I'm Tony Thompson. Do you, EBO? He is Dr. Jeffrey M. Broder. He is a colonel retired and chemical, biological, radiological, and nuclear consultant with Rigaku Analytical Devices. Hamas may have chemical weapons. He joins me now on the live line. Hi, Jeff. Good morning. How are you? Great. I didn't know you were in our area. Well, I retired out of Fort Leonard Wood as the assistant commandant there to the CBRN school. Uh-huh. Uh, maintained my uh, my cell phone number throughout. You know, business is, is what it is. So, I loved it. I was like, oh, my God, 573 area code. Woohoo! He's a homie. There all you right. go. There okay. you go. So with all of your experience, and am I saying your last name right? Is it Broder or Broder? Um, I pronounce it Broder. Okay, that's how I said it because I'm not all fancy like that. Okay, so I'm not shocked that Hamas terrorists could have a chemical weapon because if you go online, pretty much every 14-year-old could do this now, and that is the good and the bad thing about the Internet. No, no, absolutely. Um, so Hamas has a, um, has a, a relationship, obviously, with Iran. And and I think that's the the focal point to um, answer the question: Where did they get this information from, and the uh, um, and the material? Um, we know that Iran has been the sort of the connective tissue of um, direct and indirect support to non-state actors who desired to sow discontent and chaos in the Middle East for over twenty years. Um, we know uh, through a, uh, a Wall Street Journal article that Hamas fighters trained in Iran before they conducted their attack um, on October seventh, um, and years. we also know that ISIL. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, and and well, I mean, uh, according to the the Wall Street Journal, they were there the month prior. They were there in uh, September, so mm-hmm. um, you know their their skills were honed. Um, and and we know that ISIL had uh, manufactured at least eight chemical agents for employment in northern Iraq. So, um, and the both the thumb drive that was captured on a Hamas operative and the GoPro SD disc um, had the fingerprints of Al Qaeda. So, at the end of the day, um, we can all, all roads lead back to Iran supporting. So, what does that mean? for us and and israel i mean if they're if if those guys are carrying around cyanide i mean death is is horrible being burned alive is horrible but a chemical death is unbearable yeah it adds a psychological psychological dimension to uh to the whole thing um and it adds another layer of lethality in an already complex environment that is the gaza strip area of operations uh, but I, w- I would tell you, I, I, I am confident that our military and the Israeli Defense Force are trained, organized, and equipped to mitigate that threat. Additionally, they've got the skill sets and the technical units to collect for attribution um, and bring to the world court um, responsibility and accountability to those people that are captured and, and guilty of this. So the the area of operations, um, the military is accustomed to this. And, and we've been in the Middle East since about 1992, right? Mm-hmm. So this is this is nothing sort of new. My challenge, though, is the homeland, um, because Iran has already threatened uh, retaliation against the United States for supporting Israel. And everything inside of the Middle East that is a military target is a hard target. It shoots back. 
Um, the challenge is um, identifying where the soft target or the easy way to inflict damage on the United States or its people. Um, and that, and my estimate, my assessment is the homeland. Okay, so, and, and we know they're here because it's pretty much easy to get in when you can run across a border and nobody stops you. Or if they do, they can't do anything about it. But here's here's what I really want to talk to you about today and along with the, the possibility that they have chemical weapons. The fact that Iran is poking at us 23 different times now, poking at us. Is there a reason Biden's not listening to his generals about just giving them a big wallop up alongside their head to sh- to tell them, you keep screwing around, you're going to find out? Yeah, no, I, 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 I understand the question. Certainly, I don't have the answer. I've got more questions than that. Um, but, you know, there are second and third degree order effects with, with punching back. Um, not that we shouldn't. Um, I think we have a containment policy that has worked very well for years. Um, but, um, it, it sure makes you look weak and vulnerable, doesn't mm-hmm. it? And embarrassed. I'm embarrassed. And, and yeah, yeah. So, I mean, the, the, and, and, and here's the second and third degree order effects as I see it for not doing anything. If you just allow Iran to poke you is that there are other irrational actors on the international stage that will take note and, and decide that they're comfortable poking at us as well. Um, we've got Russia, we've mm-hmm. got China, and then we've got Rocket Man still in North Korea that uh, would love to do something to us. So um, that it's uh, I'm, I'm not a diplomat. Um, I've uh, always been in the military, and our goal is to have a monopoly on violence um, to be unleashed whenever uh, we were told to do so. Um, I don't have the answer as to, to, to your question, but I, I agree something needs to be done. Yeah. See, this is why I'm not president, because I would have gone over there with not just my toe or my heel, my whole damn foot. I would have been over there already saying, sit down and shut up. I would, I'd just be done. I'm just so sick well, of this whole thing. There are some authorities that will tell you that um, actors like that understand violence or the threat of violence. Uh, right. And, and that's that that's your that should be your negotiating position going in. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why some of our presidents have more been more successful with dealing with Iran than the current administration. Yeah, well, because the last one had a set of cojones and this one's brain doesn't function. So there's that. But as far as chemical weapons go, um, if they're carrying them in, if the actual jihadists are carrying them as they go in, they must be ready to use them, right? Yeah, so these manuals that we discovered were how to employ, not how to how to construct. Exactly. Right. Um, and, and here's the challenge with, with, with cyanide, especially in the aerosolized form, is that it, it, it number one, is lethal. It, it kills people, right? It's never designed to incapacitate. The second problem with it, or the challenge with it, is um, it's a weapon system that is addressed to whom it may concern. It, it, it's not like a bullet with somebody's name on it. it. It it doesn't matter. If you're downwind, if you're in that hazard area and you breathe it in, um, you're a victim of it, um, which presents a challenge to to the Hamas operative that deploys it or employs it. They're just as vulnerable as the target. Well, and just the way they went into the kibbutz and and just completely obliterated children, elderly women. They they didn't care. 
They they just had no value for human life whatsoever. They didn't even know if some of those folks were actually Palestinians. I mean, they, they didn't even know they didn't care. They just went and indiscriminately killed whoever they found and decided and picked what? and choose who to take prisoner. So they don't even care about their own people. Yeah, so that's that's a characteristic of a terrorist organization, right? Uh, I mean, they, their 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 objective normally is to create fear and discontent among the populace, um, so that they can gain their objective, whatever there is. Uh, and quite frankly, I thought we we resolved this in 1947 with the United Nations um, Resolution 181. And most rational actors, if they have a challenge or a problem with the borders. Would, would diplomatically use the United Nations as a platform to discuss this. The challenge that we have here is we've got um, somebody who's chosen violence. Yeah. Well, the key word was rational. That's that's where that began, middle, end, end. So if they right. have these improvised devices and they're going in, what does that mean for our soldiers? I mean, if we do end up having to go in and, and clean up what's left of the worms that are hiding amongst their own people in the West Bank... Um, this could be a complete annihilation of the West Bank itself if they deploy these things. They're killing all of their own people. But they'll blame Israel, even though they did it. What does that mean for our guys going in? Are we prepared for that? Yeah, so again, our military is trained, organized, and equipped to mitigate this threat. Um, and, and we've had a presence in the Middle East for 30 years plus. Or more, yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 So, I mean, actively with a persistent uh, footprint, about thirty something years, and that entire time we've been faced with a, a chemical threat, um, one version or another. Yeah. So, mustard gas um, to cyanide. It, yeah, all of it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, it, I, I would tell you that um, that in some organizations or some individuals, their skills may may have atrophied over time um, just because they focused on something, um, another priority, but it's nothing that can't be fixed in short order. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're, they're prepared to do so. And um, the, the advantage to discovering these two manuals is that Hamas sort of tipped their cards, right? So now we know what to expect. Mm-hmm. Um, so organizing our, organi- our, our units uh, to mitigate this threat um, is is uh, a little easier. What is Rigaku Analytical Devices? What what do y'all do there? So Rigaku Analytical Devices um, pioneered uh, Raman spectroscopy with a laser length of 1064 nanometers. Here's what that means to you. If you have a transparent or translucent container and there's cyanide or a cyanide-based product in it, um, it can um, it will analyze the contents solid, liquid, or powder, as long as there's a covalent bond, um, and give you with greater than 90% confidence that the chemistry is exactly what it is, mm-hmm. as opposed to taking a sample and sending it to a field lab and receiving a response in about 90 or 180 days. So that whole process in the Rigaku analytical devices takes less than one minute. Um, and wow. before... Before I consulted for Rigaku, I was a customer in 2018. I deployed to Iraq as a civilian under a Department of State contract. We uh, we conducted ChemBioRad nuke toxic surveys, um, and that was the instrument of choice. And I will tell you, the results that, that uh, for tests that I did came back in 
anywhere between 10 seconds and 40 seconds. But it's technical information that uh, it informs tactical decisions for our, our technicians that do that sort of work. And it, and, and you don't have to unscrew the lid of that container, right? Mm-hmm. So it protects whoever is, is doing the analysis. And that's exactly the sort of device that we need on our southern border because Customs Border Patrol is, is sort of right now overwhelmed processing. Um, and, and having the capability to do quick analysis like that allows them to uh, to respond in the appropriate way to protect yeah. us. I love that so much. And it, it's kind of like the cops field testing stuff for, you know, meth or whatever the case may be. We need it to happen fast because we can't have things held up for 180 days because then people disappear and we can't stop them. So I love what you do. I love that you know this stuff. I love that it exists. It makes me feel safer about my grandson going into the military and others whose sons and daughters are deployed. Um, gives us just a grain of hope that the good guys are going to win again on the war front. His name's Dr. Jeffrey Broder. He is with um, Rigaku Analytical Devices as a chemist, biological, radiological, and nuclear consultant. Thank you. So even if Hamas has these weapons, we're going to be just fine. Jeff, thank you. Thank you, ma'am. Uh-huh. Take care. Bye-bye.